Hey, hey. Good morning and welcome. Hi there. How are you guys? Can you give me one minute to adjust my virtual background? Yes, sir. Thank you. Just one minute. Hey, John. Hey, Raj. Oh, that's my sound. Welcome, everyone, to the Power Half Hour this week. Uh, we have a legend, um, a, a pra practitioner, a master of NLP. Um, you know, I know Shaw uh, has, has called you his teenage idol, Paul Ross. So thank you for being here. Um, you know, what a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It's always my honor to serve and to teach a teenage idol. I don't uh, know where that one is coming from. <laughs> That's amazing. Find that. Can whoever said that unpack that for me? Yeah, so Shaw, Shaw's on the call. He said uh, you were his teenage idol. So I, I thought that was uh, very sweet of him. But um, yeah, tell us a little bit more, Paul, about, uh, so do you go by Paul Ross or Ross or Paul? Well, let's, let's unpack this. I am, uh, I do many things. I am a master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming. I'm a hypnotist. I am a very controversial and counterintuitive dating and seduction coach oh that for the past 30 years i believe sales is a form of seducing and dating we can unpack that i'm a healer an online marketer an author i have my own podcast and wow. so i got into this in, in 1987 i got into nlp as a way of solving my own personal problems and my inability to get a date <laughs> and <laughs> Through the course of that, I found answers that I've been teaching to men. And about 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I'd have students contact me and say, you know, I've solved my issues with women. Here's a picture of my wife and my family. I've been using this for sales. It has tremendous applications. I've increased my revenue by 200, 300%. I thought, hey, wow, why didn't I see the connection? And I went to my mad scientist language lab and I began to experiment with this. And sure enough, I specialize in teaching already successful individuals who are crushing it, who want the competitive edge, both with their competition and with themselves, want to beat their personal best. And they're tired of things that get off the shelf. They're tired of taking sales trainings to repeat themselves. They want something that's completely unique that challenges their mind and presents an entirely new paradigm on selling. And that's fundamentally what I do. Got it. So uh, again, a lot to unpack there. Um, but basically the, the, the root of all the training is NLP, correct? Even hypnotism. NLP gnosis a little bit of, well, let's make a distinction. When I train people to do sales, I also train them in personal change. They need to learn to change their beliefs as well. Because as we know, the fundamental, the fundamental foundation of any sales skill, of any kind of skill, is mindset. And I do use NLP to change beliefs. I use hypnosis with my VIP clients. I'm really good at this. But I also teach mindfulness and meditation. Because when beliefs come up, when we meditate, we have the opportunity to see them without them gripping us and to let them go. So I found that to be a very powerful tool set as well. I'm very eclectic. I'll grab onto anything that works. That's awesome. 
Um, so exactly how do you do these sessions? Is it mainly uh, via one-on-one sessions or like a group setting? Yeah, have, I only work with, I'm just being, I don't want to make it seem like I'm already promoting. I work with people who are at least mid-range six figures and often seven figures. I'll do them one-on-one, -on -one, but I also do uh, group coaching and consulting. If you have a team, you can apply for me to train. My time is, uh, I have to take a lot of time out of my bucket and focus out of my bucket to put it into the other person's. But that's primarily, I also have courses. I have a book, Subtle Words That Sell. I'm doing a, not the best job today. I'd have a copy in front of me so I can hold it up to the screen, that on me. What is the book called? Subtle Words That Sell, you can get it on Amazon. Oh, great. Subtle Words That Sell? Yes. Amazing. How to get your prospects to convince, how to get your prospects to convince themselves to buy and add top dollars to your bottom line. Mm, amazing. So, you know, NLP is a big topic and it encompasses a lot of sales training, hypnosis, uh, hypnosis, um, tell us a little bit about how NLP came to be. Okay, well, um, if you want to make it a general discussion about NLP, we can do that. So John Grinder and Richard Bandler, Richard is my mentor. I had him, I interviewed him on my podcast, The Influencers. Wow. Yeah, I've known him for 30 years, 32 years, 33 years. So Richard is a mathematician and John Grinder is a linguist and they be, they combined their skill set to study people who are excellent therapists. They studied Fritz Perls, the founder of Gestalt Therapy. Uh, I need, I just got a notice, so I need to click on that. They studied Fritz Perls. They studied Virginia Satir, who is a revolutionary pioneer in family therapy. They studied Moshe Feldenkrais, who taught movement awareness, but most importantly, they study Milton Erickson, the father, the founder of modern hypnotherapy. And they used their skills to unpack what Milton was doing, how he used his language, how he used his nonverbal communication, what he did with his tone of voice, his beliefs about change. And they made a model of that. NLP, to me, there's an old joke. If you ask two rabbis a question, you get 100 opinions. So if you ask two NLPers what NLP is, you get 500 opinions. To me, only in my model, and it's only my model, it really is about modeling talent. From doing that, out of that, distilled techniques, uh, like how to use language patterns to sell, to heal. So NLP is fundamentally a technology to model excellence, and from that, distill out techniques. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it, it, I think the big picture is, is, uh, is that uh, obviously every NLP practitioner or master has their own interpretation of what NLP is. My next question is, since we're all mostly agents on this call, how does what you do through NLP increase sales? There's so many different ways to look at it. See, I'm very counterintuitive. I teach, for example, that rapport can be overrated, that there are ways to go beyond rapport. I believe the leadership, establishing your leadership and your authority is more important than rapport. Mm. Give you an example. Rapport is only important to the degree it creates responsiveness, overall responsiveness. Yes. So I'll give you an example. 
traditional techniques of rapport that are taught in every other sales course would be match someone's behavior. So if they cross yeah. your, their arms, you cross your arms. If they tap your foot, their foot, you tap your foot. Right. Challenge with that is people can catch it and everyone else is doing it. So your prospects become hip to it. If your prospects are hip to it, if everyone else is using that tactic, a tactic identified is a tactic disarmed. So it becomes a foot race. Who can get to the prospect first? And that gets exhausting. So I say there are other ways to do it. One of the things I would do is I teach what I call implied relationship words. These words imply a relationship. Mm. So I'll give you an example. These words are words like we, explore, mm. together, share. So if I were presenting a marketing plan or a plan to get someone's listing or an offer, I wouldn't say before I show you this plan today where we sold these many properties in your area for this much money, please ask whatever questions that come up. I wouldn't say that. Hmm. I would say before we explore our marketing plan together. Ah. Now, let's look at that. We implies a relationship. Our implies an activity we're doing together. Right. Explore is the most powerful of all those words. Hmm. So may I have permission to unpack the word explore? Yes, absolutely. All right. So for every exploration, first of all, ex exploring or exploration implies a activity that has a positive emotional charge to it. Mm. We all learn to explore as children. It's part of seeking out novelty. Novelty is a hardwired driver of human behavior. So it implies novelty. Second thing, for every exploration, there must be a leader. And for every leader, there must be what? A follower. Exactly. So as soon as they hear that word, they have to accept on the subconscious level that they are your followers. Mm. Now that seems outrageous. That's an outrageous, bat-bleak, crazy claim that by using the right words, you can establish in the mind of your prospect within a few, within a minute, that they are your followers. And that makes you leader, you're their leader. To me, selling is leadership, at least part. Yes, it's service, but the best way to be in service of someone is to be a leader. Oh, I never Not, thought of it that way. Hmm? I never thought of it that way. That's amazing. Many things I say, no one's ever thought of before. <laughs> I come from outside the field. I come from the field of dating, seduction, pickup. So it's a completely different way of looking at things. The second little teaching I would say is before you focus on the, on the facts and the data and the figures you're going to present, ask yourself this question. What state of mind do you want your prospect to be in? What mm. state of consciousness? The idea that selling is about creating states of consciousness is also mm. completely off the wall. But I'll unpack it for you by using a metaphor. And stop me if I'm talking too much. Yes. Here's a metaphor. Let's say we want to conduct a current of electricity. I have a sheet of gold foil and a sheet of cardboard. And it's not a trick question. Which one of those two mediums, those two substances, will conduct the electricity? The cardboard or the gold foil? I think gold foil. Exactly. So think of your words, your sales pitch, whatever it is, the facts, the figures, the data, mm -hmm. as being the electric current. 
but think of your prospects consciousness, their state of consciousness as being the conductive medium. Do you want them in the cardboard states of being distracted, unfocused, not trusting themselves? Because nowadays, no like and trust is not enough. Ooh. It's important, but nowadays your prospects don't trust themselves. Oh. So now you've got to help them believe that they can make a good decision. You have to guide them, lead them to believe that they can make a good decision. Oh, so boy. No like and trust is, is necessary, but it's no longer enough. So you are actually helping the prospect that you're talking to become a, decis- a more decisive person on doing business with you by leading them. Correct. And one oh, of the ways wow. to do that is to use the power of suggestion to create states, first and foremost, of focus. One of the biggest challenges to you making the sale is not your numbers, not your competition, but your prospect's inability to focus. I'm going to show you your number one enemy in yes. being a sales champion. I'm, I'm assuming who here wants to be a sales champion? Seven in the chat window. If you want to be a super sales champion and really crush it. Here's your number one enemy to being a successful salesperson. It can what? help you or it can kill you. <laughs> because people are so distracted. How many times do you check your cell phone? In an hour, let's be honest. I'm on it 12 hours a day. All right. Checking your messages. We have so many distractions. I turned 64 yesterday. When I was a young man, we didn't have uh, TikTok. We didn't have Facebook Instant Messenger. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have any of these constant distractions. I remember when YouTube was first introduced, John, and um, the ads were two minutes long. Nowadays, you can click off after five seconds. So how do you create those states of focus? How do you create those states of their willingness to listen to you? How do you create those states of removing their confusion? Although, Mm -hmm. by the way, there's times when you need to confuse your prospects and you need to not make your message clear. This, again, is completely contrary to every other sales training you'll hear. But there are times to confuse your prospect when it comes to crushing objections. It's very important to know how to artfully confuse prospects. Hmm. Okay. So let, let me give you one. Um, uh, I, 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 I want to work with you, but I already committed to another agent. Yes. Okay. So how do we break that pattern? Here's, here's the teaching. I'm going to give you word for word, but as okay. a master teacher, I want to give you the principle first. People respond, act, feel, move through the world in fixed patterns. When you break those patterns, people become suggestible. And in that moment of suggestibility, you have the opportunity to lead them in a different way of thinking. So when people say, I'm already working with somebody, what kind of responses are are they expecting to get from the agent? When they hear that, just give me one. What what does a a less than skilled agent say when they hear that objection? Oh, okay, no problem. See you later. Good luck with the search. That's one. Or what is another one that they may attempt to do? Uh, what what what? Who 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 is it? Who are you working with? That doesn't serve. 
So I want to do what I call a pattern interrupt, a counter example. Yeah. So I will say, hey, I understand. Can I ask you a question? Uh, sure. Have you, ever, have you ever made a decision without considering more options and it turned out to be the wrong thing to do? Maybe it's not about who comes along first, but who comes along for the best. So why don't we, thinking about like that, why don't we take an opportunity to explore who would really serve you in the ways you truly want them? Mm. Now that interrupts them and it puts doubt in their mind. Uh, let's explore, remember that word? Explore, together, right. What you truly need. That word truly is powerful. Not what you need, but what you truly what need. You truly need. Wow. Because when you say truly, that requires them to go down into their unconscious and think, wait a minute, is this person truly what I need? I learned this from when uh, I would ask women for a date and they would say, well, I have a boyfriend. And I'd say, hey, I understand. Uh, is he filling a role? Or is <laughs> Filling needs that truly come from who you really are. If oh, it's the first one, if it's the second one, I understand. But if it's the first one, maybe we owe it to each other to spend a little time together. And then I shut up. So I've learned this from dating. You do a pattern interrupt. Another pattern interrupt would be I need uh, I need to interview a few more people. Mm, yes. Way, this is all included in my Invisible Influence series. Mm. Uh, all of this in, in little tiny reports that you can go and, and immediately experiment. So um, if someone says, uh, I, need, uh, I need to interview more agents, I'll do another counter example. I wanna confuse them and break their pattern. Mm -hmm. I'll say, hey, I understand, can I ask you a question? Have you ever had the experience that the more options you were presented with, the harder it became to make a good decision because the more confusion it caused? Yes. So I'm creating counterexamples. Oh, may I have permission to give you one more? Sure. My coach would yell at me. My coach would say, Paul, you're giving away too much value. But I believe that giving value creates desire in people to learn more. So if, if I said, if someone said to me, I need more time to think it over, that's not the real objection. Mm. The real objection is, is they're confused and unclear about what you're presenting. Okay. So I would say, Hey, I understand. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Have you ever taken a long time to think something over and it still turned out to be a horrible decision? <laughs> <laughs> now that creates awesome. what I call objection amnesia. Now you've wiped the objection off the board. Oh my goodness. That's good. That is so good. So that's creating confusion. So I want to unpack this. The I understand is acknowledging what they said. It doesn't mean I agree. But I understand. And the pattern interrupt is, can I ask you a question? Then it completely takes them out of that thought. Well, the pattern interrupt is the counterexample. So right. if you say, I need more time to think it over, you say, I understand. Can I ask you, have you ever taken a long time to think something over and it still turned out to be a horrible decision? And that's, of course, everyone's had that experience. And now suddenly they're going to link that objection to pain, <laughs> mental memory, and the brain doesn't like pain, so they'll erase it. It literally gives them amnesia for the objection. That is, I, I that was my biggest takeaway so far. Thank you for that. Sure. That's worth it. a million dollars right there, guys.
use that on any objection. Okay, so uh, Ross, please tell us a little bit about your program. Um, well, I do have my Invisible Influence series. Let me, forgive me if I, uh, I'm a little less than adept at bringing things up. So there you go. Oh, if, you want you go. To hold, if you want to grab hold of my Invisible Influence series, let me move the mic so it doesn't cover it. So you can text the word COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside the United States, use WhatsApp to text COMPEL to 909-741-1321. You'll get my five-part Invisible Influence series. There's nothing to buy. It's just five little parts. They show you how to gain the confidence to be a super agent. They show you how to overcome limiting beliefs. One report goes into depth about destroying objections. Another one is about creating leadership in the first two minutes of talking to someone. It gives away value without anything to sell. And I'll tell you why I do that. Mm -hmm. so you understand. What I teach is so very unique and so different and so off the wall. If I don't give free value, if you can't go out and test it and see the results immediately, there's no reason why you decide you want to book a call or you want to buy oh, wow. a well, thank you. Guys, please text COMPEL to 411321. And if you're not outside of the U.S., use the 909 number on WhatsApp. All right. 909-741-1321. Uh, and I love teaching. It is the joy of my life. And I like to also upset the apple cart to say to other people out there teaching, hey, maybe your stuff needs an upgrade. Maybe Ooh. your stuff is... is a little old and you're just copying what other people are doing <laughs> that's amazing so yes uh henna please whatsapp because we're outside of the u.s so i want to circle back here because we are a real estate agents that you're mostly talking to today uh ross you know we're in a market where is uh you know market is changing is declining and you know sales are waning so there's a lot of fear in the market, you know, if not for buyers and sellers, there's a lot of fear in agents. How do we coach ourselves use, using an LP to coach ourselves out of that fear and focus on something that we want? I use mindfulness. I don't use NLP. Well, oh, okay. So let me give you a, a rule of the mind. There are three big rules of the mind. I'd really love to come back on the show and, and, and do more teaching, but really quickly, one of the rules, I don't have time to give you one, is in any battle between the unconscious and the conscious mind, the, con the unconscious mind is going to win. So when these fearful beliefs come up, these fearful, these statements that I can't do it, or it's too mm. hard, it's too difficult, I don't argue with them. To argue with them or to push back is like pushing against a train that's doing 100 miles an hour and you're trying to push like that. Yeah. I say, thank you. Beautiful, beloved thoughts. Thank you, beautiful, beloved beliefs. Thank you for coming up with the intent to be my teachers and my guides. Oh. I extract any and all useful information from you, and I release you now with love. So the formula is first and foremost, acknowledge that they're there. Yeah. Thank them. Take anything useful and then release them with love. If you want to say, I release you to the universe with love, I release you to God with love, I release you to my higher self. It's not for me to say what your beliefs are, but I have found by loving your limitations, backing mm. them, acknowledging them, extracting information. One of the things that keeps limiting beliefs stuck to us 
is they may have a kernel of truth to them. So we want to extract that kernel of truth. That also helps to depower them. So don't fight your limiting beliefs. Acknowledge them, thank them, bless and release them with love. Oh my goodness. Absolutely golden. What you use is persist, guys. And and one more quick thing. Do that with the people who frustrate you. The flames, mm. the people who don't show up for appointments, et cetera, et cetera. Bless them. Say, thank you for coming along to be my teacher and my guide to be better at what I do. May you prosper and flourish and grow. I release you with love. So that selling becomes a spiritual process. Again, the idea that selling can be a process of spiritual growth for yourself is also completely off the wall. But I've seen it, and this comes through my, med my meditation practice. Selling as leadership, as spiritual growth, as helping, being heroic. Many of your prospects don't believe they deserve what they say they want. When you can expand their consciousness to include new beliefs about what they deserve, you're doing a healing practice. You're at, so selling is a heroic practice where you're guiding your and expanding your prospect's mind to include new beliefs about what they can own, what they can deserve. How can we be afraid? How can we fear rejection hmm. when we really see service on a very deep level where we see we're healing our prospects, we're helping ourselves to grow spiritually. It really removes fear and replaces it with joy. The idea that selling can be joyful, even when you're frustrated, when you're rejected, that you can use it as a lever and a platform for spiritual growth is again, off the wall. But I believe in practice and through the clients that I've taught that, it, that it's true. And by the way, if you're already convincing yourself that you would like to apply to speak with me, I have so many people coming in the gate. I do have to ask people to apply. You can put the link here if you would. It's speaker Paul Ross forward slash apply. Again, I only work with people who are already really successful and are ready to strap rocket boosters on that and change how they do selling, the nature of how they sell. Or if you have a very successful team and you want me to train the team, we can talk about that. But um, oh boy, to apply for it. I don't mean any disrespect or arrogance. It's just that uh, I have so much going on that I can't work with people who can't afford it. Thank you. And thank you for, again, sharing with, all, with us all of this. Uh, I got one last question for you, uh, Ross, is that um, how can we sell ourselves that uh, on it, it's, it's okay being a salesperson? I hear this all the time. I don't want to be salesy, but you are a salesperson. Well, again, let's reframe it. You're never selling real estate. You're selling decisions and good feelings about decisions. You're a decision service technician. Think of yourself as a decision service technician. And that totally reframes the whole thing. And think of yourself as someone who is going to help heal your client who's doing something heroic by expanding the range of what they thought was possible, what they thought they were capable of having ownership over what they thought they deserved. When you take that on, I would really like people as they're watching this, you have replays, do you not? That we're yeah, this is recorded as well. And, right. and uh, stream really like live on Facebook. To listen and to watch 
and, and really absorb that part. If you absorb nothing else, and there's a lot here, and I think it's like Disneyland, every time you go, you see something different. I really would like people to sit with that idea that it can be a spiritual practice, it can be a healing practice for yourself and your clients. And I see some people are nodding. There's a, a lady who's nodding her head, like she's getting it, smiling. You're getting it, are you not? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. Yes, I do. Thank you so much for noticing. Yeah. It's Raj, this is, uh, it's this, this is what we call uh, fire. All this information <laughs> that you've given us. Thank you so much for all that you've shared. Uh, last but not least, any uh, we need a part two, Ross, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah. Ross, any in inspiring words for us agents to finish strong for 2022? Be patient with yourself. Forgive yourself every day. Forgive the people who are frustrating you and stack your wins. Write down the smallest little wins every day. Develop that habit and meditate. I am a person who is not naturally happy. I'm a person who has suffered with depression, bipolar mm -hmm. disorder, but I am happy. I'm happy because I practice it. I do a meditation and prayer practice every day. I journal every day. I take care of myself and I contribute every day. If I don't do that, I, you would not believe that I'm someone who by nature has been depressed. Listen to me and speaking, but have compassion for yourself. Count everyone you've got and develop some kind of practice that fits you, whether it's prayer, whether it's meditation, whatever it is, yoga, please self-care will enable you to build something beyond confidence. I would love for everyone, my joy for everyone would be to go beyond confidence into the realm of joy, into mm. the realm of play. I would like to take everyone beyond confidence into joy, into play. I believe it's possible. I really do. I've seen it. I know we can get there. And, um, and finally, thank you for the blessing for me of being a teacher and a guide. It's, it's the joy of my life. It really, really is. The only thing I, I, lo I love as much is my great niece. So my great niece, who I'm in love with, she turned one uh, uh, um, on the 24th of last month. I love her and I love teaching. She's got me, she's got me wrapped around her little tiny finger. Of course. <laughs> That's precious. Well, Ross, thank you for all that you shared today. You've blessed us with uh, so much gold. And guys, please, if you want more of this conversation, please WhatsApp 909-741-1321, um, COMPEL. And if you're in the United States, text COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're already towards the top of your game or you're really, really, really ready to invest in yourself to get there, you can go to speaker Paul Ross forward slash apply. Again, I only take three to five people because I have to do that to provide the quality of instruction that I, that I do provide. And uh, I'm not cheap, as you can tell by the nature of the quality of what I offer. Um, I charge equivalent to my work. Mind blowing. Ross, thank you so much for today. I'd like to invite you to have a private discussion with me jump on my calendar. So let's talk off the air if we can. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Ross. Guys, it, it, that was enough value to for you to inspire yourself for the rest of the year. 
and reach out to Ross if you need more of this conversation, more of this content. Thank you, Ross. All the best, guys. Make it a great day. Cheers.